With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found Fantasy Football Weekly Micro. A deep dive on one player in just 5 to 10 minutes. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly Micro Edition. I am Paul Charchi and co-host as usual, Tyler Kinabley. Yep. On Twitter, at PPR Tyler. I'm at Paul Charchian. I'm very excited about this player. Unlike yesterday's player, <laughs> Deontay Johnson, I am fascinated by Gabe Davis. I love buying when everybody's getting off a player when I think it's undeserved. Let's talk about Gabe Davis. Let's roll up our sleeves. Yeah, well, first off, could Gabe Davis and Deontay Johnson be any farther? More different, stylistically, yes. any yeah. more different? Yes. All right, well, he was the wide receiver 35 last season, uh, wide receiver 39 in average points per game, and he's currently going off the board as wide receiver 41. Yeah. So a little bit of a hit to his uh, ADP, oh, certainly from last season. massive hit from last season. Yeah. He's gone off the board of like wide receiver 19. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a huge drop coming off a bad year. But last year, he hobbled his way through – the entire season, injured his, injured his ankle in week two, high ankle sprain. They didn't call it that then, but then after the season, people started saying it was high ankle sprain. And he played through it all year. And it turned Gabe Davis into really an irregular fantasy performer who was very touchdown dependent. Yeah, he was very <laughs> touchdown dependent. That's to put it lightly. In games where Gabe Davis does not score a touchdown, Last season, he, his weekly average finish was the widest. You were 53. Yeah, that's tough. That hurt you. Yes. Badly. But in games where Gabe Davis did score a touchdown, his weekly average finish was the widest. You were 18. I would have thought higher if he had a touchdown as well. What but, brought that okay. stat down when I was looking it up was he finishes like the widest. You were one in five, I think, were his two highest finishes. But there, mm-hmm. were, there was one where he was like two catches and a touchdown. Okay. And it was yeah, like, that it was like 12 yards. But that'll hurt. So, like, if you exclude that one game, he's probably like wide receiver, close to wide receiver 12. But that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, but I'm optimistic here in part because they like to go to Gabe Davis deep. And when you can connect on some deep passes, that's that's how you become a major fantasy force. So talk to me about the deep ball usage for Gabe Davis in this offense. Yeah, so he was, first off, he's just number 42 in targets and number 52 in receptions. So he's not, he, he's, he is the deep there. He's not this kind of guy who's going to, Get well, like he's not Stephon Diggs. He's not Stephon Diggs. He's not going to get 10 cu- catches a game. That's just not who he is. But he was number six in dot average depth of target. He was number 12 in air yards, mm-hmm. number 12 in deep targets, and he was number three in yards per reception. Wow. All right. So that all suggests that they throw deep to him. They don't throw a lot of balls to Gabe Davis. So they didn't last year, mm-hmm. but they throw deep to him. This year, I want to believe healthy without a, running around on one ankle – that he's going to spring free on these deep passes a lot more often. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you've obviously got a massively strong-armed quarterback who can get him the ball. And I think you're going to just get more of the explosive games out of Gabe Davis. And 
he's still the guy that everybody loved at, he's 24 years old. He's still the guy that everybody loved last year when they were taking him off the board at ADP wide receiver 19, who now ain't going to, Wide receiver 41. Exactly. I'm that's, buying. That's the thing is you can get him so much lower than you did last year. And the team situation, like, yes, Diggs is still there. And Dalton Kincaid is is there, but he they're, they're not the same game. They no, don't have no, the same they, game. They're Dalton, not going to eat into each other's Dalton Kincaid isn't like the And we don't even know if Kincaid's going to start a game this year. Yeah. Who knows? Tight ends almost always take a long time to ramp up. Yeah. So they, they don't have the same game, so he's not a deep threat. And it's just who else is going to be, like, it feels like Gabe Davis is Josh Allen's deep guy. He is the deep threat on one of the teams with in a quarterback who has the biggest arm in the league or one of the biggest right. arms in the league. So it's one of those things where he, he's probably not great for a guillotine league type of format. No, this is it is this is how you get caught in a guillotine <laughs> yeah, league. You don't want Gabe Davis yes. in this kind of league. When Dave, when Gabe doesn't get the long passes, he's giving you two catches for like 19 yards or one catch for 12, and you're dead. Yeah. But he is great for like a best ball league because yes. best ball, he could, like God, you said, yeah. he had like two touchdowns. There was that game last year, he had like two touchdowns. One of them was like 99 yards. Mm-hmm. Like he can single handedly win you weeks. Like at the the week 17 bros, who I who I am on for best ball, he's one of those guys who could win you a bunch of money because he just has this deep threat and this weak winning ability that not a lot of other guys have in, in among wide receivers. So. Yeah, we should note the team did not add a receiver that's going to take any real any of the usage away and that's what you were just really referring to there's no there was no there was no offseason addition that's gonna really hurt or Gabe Davis in a material way I'm not scared of Deontay Hardy <laughs> no yeah, <laughs> I'm not either yeah, yep. I think that's gonna work out fine so I'm buying Gabe Davis at his at his ADP or at least I think I am let's talk about the guys going in that same neighborhood First one, we talked a little bit about uh, on yesterday's micro, George Pickens, wide receiver 39. Yeah, I walked out of the, yesterday's micro liking George Pickens a lot more than I, I expected to, but I'm really high on Gabe Davis being much closer to the guy that we saw. I expected him to be last year, so I'm taking Gabe Davis. I'm with you, Gabe Davis. Jahan Dotson, wide receiver 40. Now, I like Dotson as well. And you and I broke down Dotson in late April on one of our other micros, and and I'm actually cautiously optimistic on Sam Howell. I watched uh, Sam Howell's uh, Week 18 start, and I walked away going, dude's way better than I thought he was, and now I remembered him being, and I'd spent, I had I needed to have looked at that sooner. I'm, and I, I like how Dotson got so much better as the season went on. Yeah, and even if Howell isn't that guy, Jacoby Brissett proves. Well, he can, yeah, right. Amari Cooper's like wide receiver 12 yeah. before Deshaun Watson came back last year. So still, yeah. I think yeah. I'm going to take Dotson, but I still like Gabe Davis a lot. And I take all these guys earlier than wh- where their average ADP yep. is I'm right with, now. I'm, I'm on Dotson, too. Okay. Brandon Cook's wide receiver 42, the number two in Dallas now. Yeah, seemingly. Gabe Davis. Yep. Not, yep. You're out on Brandon Cook's, done with him? Yeah, it might be a career for Brandon Cook's. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's been yeah. a long, it's already been a long career. He's long in the tooth by a receiver standpoint, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'll take uh, definitely take Gabe Davis over mm-hmm. over Cooks, and then the last one we got rookie Quinton Johnston going off the board as wide receiver forty three. There's just too much. There's too much competition for passes in that offense. Yeah, Keenan Allen's going to go away at some point. Uh, pro- this might be his last year coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Probably going to the Hall of Fame. Quinton Johnston is uh, is got. I like the. I like what he. I like what he can bring to the table here, but I don't. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's going to come together this quickly this year, like it will for Gabe Davis, who's going to be on the field every play of this every play of this every snap of the of the season practically. Yeah, I think Gabe Davis actually, funnily enough, has a higher floor than Quinton Johnson does because if Quinton Johnson is just like the wide receiver three in this offense, he mm-hmm. could just 
I don't know. He could just be one of those, just another kind of another guy, like another Josh Palmer from last season or something like that. Yeah. But if there were injuries, Quinton Johnson just could be like the guy. I think he has a higher season ceiling then. Yeah, than if you told me, yeah, so. right. If you told me Mike Mike Williams is going to get knocked out for the year, yeah. which he might. I mean, dude's constantly yeah. hurt. So then, you know, that scenario might be different. It'd but. be interesting to see what Gabe Davis could do with, like, if Diggs were to miss time. Like, what would that look like? Yeah. Is, is Gabe Davis just a, a seven-catch guy? I don't know. Probably not, but right. we'll see. Right, Yeah. All right, there you go. Gabe Davis, uh, be cautious in a guillotine league, but for pretty much every other format, we are interested in that. And if you want to play in a guillotine league or learn more about a guillotine league, guillotineleagues.com. It's also got... Uh, all my player rankings. I've got a free cheat sheet, got a premium cheat sheet with all kinds of deep dive data on it. Uh, and you can join a private league or a public league, guillotineleagues.com. Thank you, my man. Yeah. We got a full edition of Fantasy Football Weekly coming up for you uh, tomorrow. Look forward to that, everybody. In the meantime, uh, be well. Talk to you later. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.